And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 17 of the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a comedian whose OnlyFans account will let you watch as he searches for and buys vintage sleeping bags and fruit lamps. Naked, it's Ken Reed. And she's a comedian whose dog just got three enemas, which was bad enough. But when her dog requested fillers and Botox on her b-hole, that's when she knew they'd lived in L.A. too long. It's Jackie Johnson. Tone Zone is here to upload more pictures to Wookie Feet. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying shuffle on down the love ramp and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, we'll have a good time, never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy dance dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little ham and bananas hollandaise. That particular... Oh, no. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. Bye. And I'm realizing I didn't write down the name. I was so horrified by the idea of what it is because she posted a link as well. I'm fairly certain it was Jennifer Zinn. If I got it wrong, mea culpa. I don't know if you can use mea culpa in that sense. But if I got it wrong, I'll fix it next week. But anyway, um, she suggested ham and bananas hollandaise and then put a link to a vintage recipe card which had a picture of it and it's just like a row of bananas each of them with a slice of ham on top and then hollandaise sauce on top of that it's does not sound yet it's like a vintage sex ed tape (laughs) (laughs) it really is um anyway uh you can submit your carb on patreon and Truly, in all the years we've done this, this is the first time I've ever not written down the person's name. I got so gobsmacked by the disgusting carb. Anyway, I, like I said, fairly sure it's Jennifer Zinn. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I would like to say hello to my guests. Very excited to see all of these people. Jackie Johnson, your dance that you do at the beginning is really like... You out you outclass everyone every time. Thank you. I honestly think I I was restricted due to where I am. Um, I was you know I took off my pants one time. One time mm. I shook my titties. I have always done something exciting. This time was a little lackluster, but next time I'll kill it. Props, you had, feet. You had two cups and you made them cheers. I did as much as I could with what I had. This is I, my cup from earlier today, and then I have a fresh cup. What now, can I say? I'm a genius. Are you in a different house than you were last time? No, but I'm in a different room. Okay. This, I've made this room my podcast studio, I've decided. I like it. It's like a sort of a glorified closet. Yeah. Is that what they use it for? It's, it's empty. There's a little couch in here. Is it a maid's it. quarters? I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe it is. Ken yeah. Reed, hello. You hello. are still in your... Um, how did we describe it last time? It's dark. It's got a lot of neon and there's like old, it's very, it's very cool. Yeah. It's like a very cool uh, junkyard. It's my office. A cool junkyard. <laughs> I'm sorry. That came out <laughs> yeah. so long. If I, if, if the world wasn't ending and I ever put out another comedy record, I'd have to call it cool junkyard. <laughs> That's right. I mean, there's like TVs that don't work behind you. Oh yeah. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of junk in here. I mean, you're not wrong. It's very It's a cool, cool. junkyard. Well, yeah. I mean, it's no better way to say it. And last time you were on, we talked about your three-bedroom tent. How's yes. that going? Do you still have it? I do. It uh, it took on some water. 
Oh, no. We had a week of severe thunderstorms, and the frame cracked a little bit. But uh, I got some duct tape, and I fixed it. And I'm currently uh, washing and drying all the sleeping bags. So it's, you know, it'll come back. It'll rise you again. Had the, you had the sleeping bags in the tent. That's where they live. That's where they live. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Tony Thaxton, hello. Hello. I'm uh, I'm quickly realizing today that uh, these summertime shows are going to get uh, real gross for me because I, I turned my AC off so that it's not noisy and uh, mm. already feel real gross. Take yeah, your shirt off. <laughs> do it. Get naked. Jackie would do it. Uh, I yeah, might. But- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, it's a sweltering day. I, as many of you know, I was flirting with colors with the ungothing of me, but I've, I'm back to black. Yeah. Like Amy Winehouse. Right. It's your true self. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It is my true self. So, Tony, you just got here by the skin of your teeth because yeah. you had to take Moose to the vet. Yeah. Fill us in. Even though, full disclosure, you kind of filled us in before we started, but I want everyone, but I feel like everyone loves moose and would want to know uh sure uh hopefully everything's gonna be fine i think everything's fine she's acting totally normal but uh she's not really eaten a lot the last several days and on top of that is has thrown up three days in a row uh and the not to be gross but the amount that she's thrown up has gotten larger each time uh and so it concerned me slightly uh she's acting normal so i feel like it's doesn't seem anything too bad uh like she's clearly not in pain or suffering mm-hmm. or anything uh but i wanted to just go make sure so they did some blood work on her to just make sure uh and some they also gave her a shot today to help with her stomach uh and all that so tomorrow morning i'll know but they didn't seem too concerned but it was it was precautionary i wonder what the shot they give them is because wendy's had this too because i feel like if any of us showed up somewhere throwing up like an urgent care, they wouldn't give us a shot. It's an anti-nausea medication usually. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. I couldn't I couldn't pull the word, so thank you. <laughs> an anti-emetic? Yeah, so that was yes. actually what he said, and I don't think I'd ever heard that word before. Oh, yeah. So um, Doug Benson used to, I don't know if he still does it, he used to like have a thing for like, don't watch if you're an emetophobe. So like people, I guess oh, emetophobia right. is people who are afraid of, throw up so but anyway and don't listen if you're in a metaphobe because i have a follow-up question tony thaxton okay you said the amount was getting bigger is this judged is this like the number of times she was throwing up or like the size of the pile and if it's the size of the pile i'm gonna need a description <laughs> yeah it, and make sure that when you measure it it's by weight and not volume because it'll be inaccurate <laughs> right. well right. I, I have i have all the stats i have the weight i have the diet <laughs> the diameter yeah all that stuff uh uh, it was yeah the um not m- times that she threw up but the amount that she threw up when she threw up like a cantaloupe size diameter uh today prob yeah probably so okay um yeah the first day was was almost nothing um so that's why I didn't think t- uh, the only reason I thought it was weird the first day was because she'd not really eaten um, right so but yeah the fact that uh, she still. She's mostly eaten rice the last few days because I know that's supposed to be good for their stomachs. Uh, and so I thought she was good. And then I was gone for a little bit earlier today thinking she was fine and fed her rice this morning. And then when I got home, a uh, huge, gross pile of puke on the floor. Now Did that you... was like cantaloupe size? Or yeah, that was, that was the cantaloupe okay. size. Where'd you go? Which vet? Yeah, why did you leave her? Why did you make her throw oh, up? Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I uh, I've been playing drums on a a session I was hired for the last couple of days. Oh, oh cool! When'd you start playing drums? I just picked it up <laughs> earlier this morning. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to commend myself on my instincts as a host and interviewer that you are currently playing drums on a professional session. You're going into like a super fancy studio, but I spent more time asking you about your dog barf. Yes, tell us about the drums. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Did you wear a mask while you drummed? How, how big were the drums? <laughs> like, the size, like the size of chooch barf yeah. which would be like high pitched or like the size of moose barf yeah. which would be like a small tom <laughs> the words I, I, obviously it's a bad thing but the, I like the sound of the words chooch barf or next to each other though I <laughs> uh, just needed to say that uh, no it, it's an epitaph band that uh, called Joyce Manor that uh, hired me to play uh, it's just they're just part of their record right now they're not doing the whole thing so I just recorded five songs with them and uh possibly some more down the road we'll see um i yeah did you wear a mask these are my questions anytime i was not playing i tried to with the mask on while play uh playing but i get real hot and gross when i'm playing and uh it was not easy and i was far enough away from everyone that i felt like it was okay what happened to their drummer apparently uh (laughs) apparently he's like only like kind of in the band from what i hear so because i didn't would know you that be interested either. in and taking his place or oh, her he, place what's that would you be interested in taking the drummer's place uh i don't want to be on the road all the time so i don't want you to be on the road yeah. i mean i support you i don't want you to be on the road all the time no you know i don't think that's going to be a problem <laughs> i don't think uh, anyone's going to be on the road <laughs> good point yes very you know true. what i Such just realized point what the four of you I guess three of you counting myself were the last people I was in a room with before core started. Oh shit. That's right. Yes. That was that episode. I'm trying to remember. Did I do an in-person after that with anyone or was that the last in-person? Do you remember Tony? I think that was the last one because I think think it might've been, I think this is the fateful four as they call us. Because we recorded that Monday and I think it was like Friday basically when they started telling everybody to stay home. I think. Oh, right. can we can we start calling ourselves the Four Horsemen? <laughs> oh, I see. I just said Fateful Four, but I think Four Horsemen's cool. <laughs> or like the Four Musketeers? No, that wouldn't work. But anyway, yeah. Um, time. We've I've said it before, but time is. I'm experiencing time in such a weird way right now. I feel like I've finally stopped thinking about the future, and it's just day by day. And I don't. I don't know how I feel about the fact that that's how I'm how I'm living right now. I mean, what else can you do? Like, it's, yeah. I, aside from this being over, like, what can we really look forward to right now? Right. I think I'm just resigned to this being how it is. Yeah. So, Jackie, you were supposed to come back. Um, you're supposed to come back to L.A. And then I noticed that you did not. And I inside I was like, oh, good for you. Yep, I'm sticking put. I'm in Delaware for a while. (laughs) We just didn't, I don't know. I read that article that said American Airlines is now filling their planes to capacity. And then I read LA is a Petri dish of COVID and the combination of those two things. And and honestly, like the the other reason we came was because um, Ben put his apartment on on sale and it hasn't sold yet and we're like well what if we get back and then all of a sudden everybody wants to see the apartment and we literally have nowhere to go and every time they show the apartment we're gonna have to go sit in our cars 
So we just decided to stay. We canceled our flights indefinitely. So who knows? I I, I might be in Delaware for a while. Mm-hmm. I miss my plants. I miss my plants. <laughs> is anyone taking care of your plants? The realtor has been watering them for me. I feel oh, so nice. bad. We have we have leaned so hard. We're like, hey, can you get us our mail? Hey, can you send me this? Hey, can you go start my car so it doesn't die? Hey, could you water all the plants? Hey, could you make sure my orchid's okay? Hey, could you dust the counters off? You know, that poor guy. Well, you don't know he's doing it. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. I do not know. If I get home and all my plants are dead, it's going to be very sad. And where are you leaving your cars? They're just in our parking lot at our place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I keep saying to Daniel, you need to start your car just to make sure there's nothing living in it. Because it's been, there was like a lot of vegetation, I want to say. I should have sold my car before I left. I mean, what's the point of even having two cars now in a household? Yeah. I I haven't filled my tank since before I went to LA in March. I hadn't either when I, before, when I left. Yeah. Ken, do you have a super efficient gas kind of car or is it just you have been driving so little yeah tell us what kind of car you have have, well i got in a major car accident back in um january so then i got this new car in february uh so it's a nissan murano platinum package Ooh, Ooh, what does that Uh, what does that offer you does that give you keyless entry you got a sunroof or what keyless entry sunroof moonroof 360 windows uh it's loaded as the dealership said uh wait don't all cars have 360 windows i guess not uh uh it's got heated seats cooled seats Ooh. uh it's got a bose surround sound system Wow. Ooh. Yeah. So it's uh it's actually fun to listen to music in there. But I've probably since I got the car driven it like maybe eight hours. But I bet you are so comfortable. Oh you yeah. You have to reach for your key. I will say on the car before this one, keyless entry came with whatever I got. It was not something I sought out, but I really do like it. It feels it's weird great. to even be talking about car stuff right now since i have driven probably like four miles since this all started but uh i do enjoy the keyless entry so you guys today i did something which i don't normally do which is i looked at the search terms that bring people to my website and i was surprised at like first of all which which guests people are googling a lot to get there and then so there was a lot of stuff for specific guests and then a lot of stuff for like all the guests plus wife or plus husband or plus new husband um so everyone wants to find people's spouses and then uh, so many more than i would have ever expected search terms for serena vander woodson didn't wear graduation cap from gossip girl and i vaguely remember writing something about that on my blog back when I regularly blogged, but like people are currently Googling Serena's graduation situation. Hmm. Lockdown could change a person. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it really can. A lot of people are are binging shows, you know? Yeah. And they're also having withdrawals from graduation. That's true. It does make me wonder, though, this thing where everyone wants to know people's spouses. Like, could I reverse engineer a podcast that everyone would be interested in that I guess would be about people's spouses and also a little bit about Gossip Girl? Did you see when I posted on my Instagram um, 
my I, my life's work and it was my, a Google search results for me. No, what was Two it? Two of them were about my divorce. It was oh, like wow. Jackie Johnson divorce, Jackie Johnson husband, Jackie Johnson first wedding, Jackie Johnson divorce episode Natch Butte. Like it was all about that. It's because everybody's a goddamn looky-loo. You know what yeah. I mean? Like forget all the accomplishments I've had. Forget my, my entertainment, my career. They all just want the fucking tea on my personal life. That's what Which, I'm saying. I think there needs to be an app where everyone updates it at, according to your marital and relationship status and just be like, we're broken up or we're together. Because half the time I go to people's Instagrams, I'm just like, is their boyfriend still there? Is he, are they still together? And if there's no proof, I assume they're broken up. Right. There needs to just be like a definitive app where we go and we see. See, that's because I don't think of myself as someone who only cares about the um, marital tea. However, finding out that people I know got divorced, I'll sit there on Instagram and I'll like go back and see when was the last time they were together. Tony, is this like is this pushing on your bruises? I'm sorry. No, I don't care. I'm okay. by the way, I'm a, I'm officially divorced now. So I was just googling Tony Thaxton divorced Tony <laughs> Thaxton wife and I just saw that. Congratulations. <laughs> Did you see it on the app that Jackie just created, which I think is might called, just be called Google? It's called uh, Gossip Google. <laughs> <laughs> Gossip Goog. Gossip Goog. Gossip Goog. Congratulations, Tony. How's it feel? Uh, fine. It's, I'm, I'm glad it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it really didn't change anything, but. Y'all wrapped it up pretty damn quick, honestly. Yeah, yeah. We tried to just like do it quick and as painless as possible. So. Did you have to pick who you want to live with? Yeah. It was a tough decision. <laughs> Did you pick you? I picked Moose. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is everything still cordial? Yeah, there hasn't been a ton of communication, to be honest. But yeah, it's it's not, it's fine. It's just, you know, even like my therapist has been like recommended like, yeah, maybe just not be in contact with each other for a while. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's what I've kind of been doing. Jackie, when yours became official, how, how did that make you feel? I mean, I was really happy. I, I had already really done a lot of work. And when I moved out of my apartment, there was a lot there. Um, I moved out of my apartment the month before it was final. So that was a lot of grieving and a lot of like processing, like throwing out albums and like just cleaning out cabinets that I really thought were empty. And then realizing there was a lot of memories in there, you know, it was a lot. And like throwing Mm -hmm. my bed on the curb, you know, it was a very like poetic moment. I was literally (laughs) ripping my bed apart myself, like, listening to podcasts, like tearing apart my bed. And I was just Mm. like, if this isn't a metaphor for my life, I don't know what is. (laughs) So I did a lot of processing in that. And that was really hard. I was like, I I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed during all that. So by the time it rolled around, I was like, doing okay, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's still, it'll still get you. It'll get you for a long time. My my wedding anniversary is coming up and, you know, that's not going to be fun. Yeah, mine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess mine is too. Yeah. Yeah. That won't be fun, buddy. Get ready. (laughs) Do you receive like a certificate or something? No. Like a badge? (laughs) Oh, I wish. That'd be cool. You should. It should be like the the I voted stickers, which is I'm divorced. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I want those. (laughs) So, Ken, you tweeted about taking your wife to the doctor today. Yeah. Everything okay? 
Yeah, she's throwing up. I was about to say, uh, what's the diameter like, on that? Yeah, what well, size? <laughs> I fed her rice this morning, and uh, no, she woke up with like a thing in her eye. She had like a floater where she couldn't see, <gasps> uh, so she was nervous about that. But it ended up being fine. Eyes are so scary. I don't want to fuck mm-hmm. with my eyeballs, you know. No. Well, as you get older, the like liquid inside them dries up. Ooh. <laughs> so it like messes with your vision, I guess. I was reading about it. Seems like yeah. she's such a faulty system, you know? I think we weren't designed to live past like we 30. 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 40 was, right. Our bodies are supposed to guess to 40. That's it. Yeah. It's like if, if you're like more than 40, it's like you drove 300,000 miles with this car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have my body taken off and I'm just going to have my head attached to a Honda. Do it. It'll get great mileage. And the, re- the resale value will be amazing. So uh, in addition to looking at my search terms, I did something else that I've never, ever done before. And I did. I was on Jordan, Jesse Go and I mentioned it there. But uh, I consciously trolled someone and left three shitty comments. I don't know how I ended up on this guy's page. No, I know. This musician that I follow, who I've noticed has sort of different political views than I do, uh, and seems to believe many conspiracies, she reposted something from this doctor that said that there have been zero deaths from COVID in Europe, and this was confirmed to him by a pathologist. So, of course, I was, like, so angry that I had to click through. And then I got to his page, and so I was so angry angry about it that i wrote you're so full of shit it's laughable and then i found another post where he had retweeted someone who measured the oxygen like outside of a mask and inside the mask to show that it's less inside the mask which has been you know debunked by a lot of people and then on that one i wrote you're a con man and then on something else i wrote uh you're a sham and I was very, I was very worried. I was like, did I write you're a scam or you're a sham? Because you're a scam doesn't quite make sense. But I wrote you're a sham. And then I sat there and I'm like, okay, well, now what? And it just made me feel like all hyped up and agitated. And I also was like half expecting to get banned from his page. And it made me realize when people leave shitty comments for me, I don't, I typically don't ban them unless it's like something perverted or profane or just like if it, if it doesn't cross a certain line i don't block them because i feel like in blocking them i'm giving them the satisfaction of knowing that they got to me but i realized that maybe that's the wrong way to look at it because if he had blocked me i wouldn't have been like oh good i got through to him i just would have felt like yeah his whoever's managing his page or he is like cleaning house as he should be well, you're a reasonable um, but, person, though. You're not a complete asshole. Like the people who normally do that, they like w- like blocking is like a badge of honor. Maybe you're right then. Yeah, this was my first foray into all of it. So then there was a woman who responded to me and she told me to wake up, sheep. And mm. but then she and I like went back and forth. And by the end, like I th- she's like, you do you, sis. And I think we might be friends now. It was very she was like much more reasonable, not about her views, because she be- believes we're all being lied to and manipulated and that she's not going to come. What she believes is first they mandate masks, which is, this is what the doctor believes as well. It's psychological warfare to create compliance. And then they're going to mandate vaccines, which is for population control and to usher in the new world order. Mm -hmm. Um, 
a healthy person a healthy person can't get it you can only get it if you have a compromised immune system for example if you've gotten the flu vaccine in the past and bill and melinda gates are behind all of it oh yeah they own the patent on all of it yeah it's so (laughs) so crazy it made me so angry i don't know when i come when i come in contact with that i feel like i'm in like coming in contact with cult members and it just makes me fucking angry have you guys ever trolled anyone oh well i was getting like i never used to post anything political on anything until trump got elected and then my twitter is just like so many deleted tweets before i even send them out but i was getting like death threats from all these alt-right people because i'm just like i'll just be like you're a fucking idiot piece of Mm -hmm. shit like um because you can't engage with them like you're not going to win them over right and so um and then i would find like these alt-right dudes and i would find where they live it would be like with their stepdad and they work at like a pizza place so i'd I'd be like i called your stepdad and he (laughs) was like he's a bomb he's got you know um so i that was like the first year um and then i i i trolled ann coulter and i had this tweet go viral because um george takai retweeted it and it got like millions of retweets and it was on fox news and my dad saw it and he freaked out um what did he say Oh, it was a lame joke. It was, uh, it was the night of the 2018 midterms and Kansas had, uh, not a, not elected Chris Kobach, who's a fucking piece of shit and had elected, I think their first either gay or American Indian. It was like some, some minority person had won the election and she was like, Kansas, you're dead to me. And it, I was like, Oh, you've hated Kansas since, you know, a house fell on your sister. Or something. Oh, and that is good. But, and I, and then I got blocked by like Trump. I got blocked by Hell his yeah. son. I got blocked by Ivanka. I got blocked like everybody. Um, yeah, and I would block people, and then I would just, cur- out of curiosity, go to, like, their page to see what they wrote, and it was always like, yeah, motherfucker, I got blocked. This guy couldn't handle me. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm just going to mute them. Or what I started doing, when I would, like, flirt with them, <laughs> like, they'd be like, fuck you, and I'd be like, all right, big boy. Or I'd just be like, I'd be like, stop flirting. Or I'd be like, yeah, like, just something like totally not correct. And part of the reason I was doing that too is because a lot of them were like Russian bots for real. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I'd be like, what's for dinner? And then they would just be like, uh, like they just didn't know. Yeah. I had a lot of time on my hands that I probably could have used for something far more productive. Yeah. It's weird. It didn't, like I said, this is literally the first time I've ever done this. And I think it's because I was filled with outrage that this person is allowed to post this and and also, if you look him up, his name's like something Batar, B-U-T-T-A-R. He has either lost his license or almost lost his license a number yeah. of times. I know the he guy talking about. Yeah. You do? He, yeah, he, he had his license taken away. Yeah. In North Carolina, I think he recommends chelation therapy, which is – it's like only successful for removing heavy – if you have lead poisoning, but he gave it – he charged I, I like kind of went on a deep dive. He charged late term cancer patients between forty and sixty thousand dollars for these infusions, and then three of them died. So I just feel like he's just like he's a he bad sucks. person. He's taking advantage of people. 
he's preying on them. And the fact that like, my dad's a doctor, I have a respect for people who are actual doctors. The fact that he is claiming to be a doc, it just makes me mental. So, but what I'm, what I want to say is in, in engaging and in leaving these comments, it didn't, it made me feel worse. Like it made yeah. me feel more yeah. agitated. It, it didn't let off steam or anything. It engages you more in it. So you get right. more rallied up. And I, you know, my day job um, working for healthcare companies, like that guy is the kind of guy I would get arrested <laughs> yeah, for that sort good. of thing. So sometimes I would just like float a, uh, a referral to the AG's office in whatever state he was in. That feels good. Um, but yeah, whenever you engage, it never, it's never cathartic. Yeah. It right. just You feel worse. Yeah. I have like a no tolerance policy um, just because the, the few times I have engaged, I've always regretted it. Mm-hmm. I just refuse to have conversations back and forth in comment sections with people. I absolutely refuse to do it. It's smart. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you're never going to change anybody's mind. I know. I know. And then I get all puffed up like, I'm going to get the last word. I don't know. I, t- I turn into like someone that I don't like. That's kind of what it is. It turns me into someone that I don't like. And yeah, and you're right. I always regret what I said. I mean, I feel like these were like fairly innocuous comments, but the back and forth. I don't know. Tony, what are you, what are, where are you with all of this? Pretty similar to Jackie. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really do it too much. Maybe a little here and there it's happened, but not much. I have uh, pretty... I don't, I've gotten very lucky with social media. Like I it feels like people that follow me are, are very nice. So I like never, I can post my political opinions at times, which I, as similar to Ken, I never used to. Uh, and I think recently there was one guy, but he was, he was very polite about it though. He was, he just, it basically, it was like, yeah, he's like, I don't think we necessarily feel the same way on all this. Uh, so as far as like a disagreement went, it was like about the best case scenario. But I agree that you can't really change people's minds for the most part. It's like but you it's, and Jack. Oh, what? Sorry, you and Jackie don't strike me as like uh, confrontational, argumentative people. Anyway, no, I'm not at all. Like I, I don't really go after people. I mean, see, I like a fight. <laughs> Yeah, I should just start adding you when somebody... It, it doesn't happen often. I'm in the same boat as Tony. Like, my social media tends to be a pretty um, happy, positive environment. But every once in a while, like, even, like, somebody tweeted something the other day, and I replied, and I was just... I guess my reply seemed a little judgmental, even though that is not how I wanted it to come off. And all these people started coming at me and retweeting me with shitty comments. And it was somebody with a way bigger following than me that I comment on. Who's a friend of mine. Again, I don't comment on any stranger shit. I don't follow any celebrities on Instagram that I don't know. Like I'm very neurotic about that shit. Oh really? What are some of those celebrities, you know? (laughs) I mean, none. That's why I don't follow any. (laughs) I just mean like, I would never comment on like, um, you know, Cole Sprouse's Instagram. And I'd never be like, wow, you, you look great today. I'm like, no, if I don't know you, I'm not going to leave a comment on your Instagram. You know? But, um, you know, I just like made a comment and then all these people started re- replying to me and I was like, fuck, why did I say anything? This is why I don't comment because why, I don't care. Comment or do you not want to Somebody told a story about something that happened to them. And they were like, I smoked all this weed and then this happened. And I wrote back and I put, I, my reply was, wow, that's a lot. And I wasn't <laughs> judging how much weed they smoked. I was referring to how much they said they smoked and then what they had to do after that. Like, oh mm-hmm. my God, I bet that was crazy. Is about what I was trying to say. But it looked like I was judging them. It's... And all these people started coming at me. That doesn't seem that, no. that judgy to me. 
No, it, it wasn't in how I meant it. Right. No, I, I know. Met- but even in even if you misread it, it doesn't sound that judgy to me. But- I'm just saying, like, when yeah. you enter into a fan base of a of a person yes. or a thing, oh yeah, it, it, or if you comment on something, like, I just don't even comment anymore. I just don't. Ugh. I'm really neurotic though, so don't take it from me. You know, no, Everybody but I feel like that's got to do. Like, think about what Oprah would do. She wouldn't get in, into it with people. Wait. Um, Ken, I must ask, you said that Tony and Jackie don't strike you as confrontational people. Where do I fall in terms of how I strike you, confrontation-wise? You seem like you like an argument. I feel like you wouldn't back down. If it's... I feel like you you, you don't let stuff go easily. I don't mm. like how clearly you are seeing me right now. <laughs> I don't like the accuracy of that. I only say that because I see what I have in you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I re- I sort of had an a, a little bit of a, an epiphany or a realization in therapy lately. I'm like, crazy. I think of myself. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. That drop has... We've gotten so much use out of it lately. It's the most usable one, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) But I think of myself as someone who needs to work on feeling comfortable standing up for myself or asserting myself or having, you know, slightly difficult conversations and things like that. Um, Because in general, I... I don't want to be a burden. I don't, you know, all, all the things that would go along with the person who who feels like they need to work on feeling comfortable standing up for themselves and all that. But then I realized like a string there, I can sort of put together a string of incidents where I did speak up and I did tell someone off and I did assert myself. And it's like, if someone comes at me with a, with with hostility and a lack of respect, it's like something, f- uh, 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 and maybe Ken, maybe this is why you had to break someone's fingers, but not their thumbs. Something <laughs> switch, a, a flip gets switched. A switch gets flipped. A flip gets, no, a switch gets, I always fuck that up. I should really say something else. A button gets pushed in me where I'm, I think where I just sort of, I'm like, there's nothing I'm preserving here anymore. So I'm going to, let you know that that the way you just behaved was unacceptable, which I didn't really realize that I did that until I realized like, Oh no, there's like a number of times where I've actually done that. It's when like, I remember in tennis, this is the most, well, it's a violent story, but there was no violence in tennis camp. These girls were making fun of me and picking (laughs) on me. And I was holding a tennis racket and I was like saying to myself, like, hold me back, hold me back. Cause I wanted so badly to just hit them with the tennis racket. I'd never felt that sort of like that a violent urge like that. Um, because they were just being so mean to me. I have not felt that since, but I'm just saying you guys watch out. Did you hit them with the racket or no? I didn't No, And I don't even know that I would. It may have been the same as like when you're on a balcony, if sometimes I'll be on a balcony that's very high up and I'm like, what if I just jumped? What if I just jumped? Oh my God. And then I got it back away. It might've been like that, but I but really I mean, felt violent. But that's also fight or flight. Like, especially when, if you're younger, like yeah. that, that's an aggression towards you and it's totally normal to have an instinct to do that back. I mean, I think part of being uh, an adult and part of a society is you're able to, to stifle yeah. that sort of thing. Um, I, I tend to, 
I get incredibly enraged on behalf of other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like one thing that happens to me and not now, but one of the reasons I don't leave the house ever now is because I'm just like amped up looking for somebody being an asshole so I can squash them down because I feel like, like I'm a big white dude. Like, I, like I can get away with stuff. Other people can't. And if someone's getting picked on, like people generally, I can intervene, which sounds stupid, but I feel like I'm obligated to. So like if I'm ever in a, but if I'm in a store, say, and like the person's arguing with the cashier and like just belittling them and being an asshole and like, it's usually about a dollar or something. (laughs) I always just take money out of my wallet and I'm like, here, I'm here's $20. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. And the person's always like, what? And I'm like, just, we're not going to listen to you berate this person. Just fuck off. Here's you arguing about a dollar. Here's 20. Just fuck off. And they always take it and they always leave. Yeah, of course. Cause who would be arguing over a dollar unless someone's yeah. extremely like, yeah, but it's that kind of stuff. And when I was younger, you know, it would be uh, less throwing money at them and probably just more just punching them. Um, giving them a wedgie, which I did. <laughs> I think that was the last time someone made my friend's sister cry. I think I was like 25 and it was at a comedy show. And, uh, I, I did give him a wedgie in the men's room. Um, wow. because I was like, who are you going to, you're not going to tell anyone that this happened to you. <laughs> oh my God. That is so funny. You know what I think it is? I think I just realized if someone comes at me with hostility, then I feel total, like I sort of, I instinctually just, just bark back. Oh, no, I guess I clap back. I think that's what we say now. Um, and that's very easy for me, and it's kind of instant, and it, it, it makes me feel terrible. But that's when I raise my voice. It's when someone is doing something that, I don't, that doesn't quite work for me or that I don't particularly like or that makes me feel a certain way, but they're not trying to be a dick about it. Like just one of those normal conversations you have to have in the course of being a human being. That's intent. where it gets murky for me. Intent is what it seems like the thing that triggers it for you. And yes. In every single psychological study and every single martial art I ever studied, like in everything there ever is, the, the only effective way to win in a conflict is opposite energy. Like it's literally the only way. So like it's the kind of thing where someone's coming at you and you know, you, you throw something at them like a joker or you just like, or like, I really don't, I'm not upset. It always, not always, but usually, you know, de, de-escalates the situation but it's so hard to do mm-hmm. and and do you get do you feel bad when that happens because you are mad at yourself for losing control yes that a little bit but also like i think the reason that i might say something back to them or stand up for myself or whatever is because i felt i mean that's that's fight or flight. Like I felt so attacked by whatever they just said to me. And that stays with me for a long time. Yeah. That it's hard feeling to of down. like, how could that person do that? Say that or do that. I'm on a different topic. I have a gal chat question for Jackie. Ooh. Gal chat. Man, Tom's so. coming in hot with the drops this app. I yeah. Know. And his shirt's even still on. <laughs> uh, on your recommendation, I went out and I bought the ordinary <gasps> azelaic acid. You did? Is that what, that, am I saying it right? Azelaic yeah, I acid? guess. Sorry, I did, yes. 
so I've been using it a mm-hmm. bit. Okay. Um, que- I have a question about when in the routine I should put it on. And also, I noticed a tiny bit of peeling on my forehead. Does it cause that? I, I really just was like, Jackie Johnson, this gave her amazing skin. I'm just going to put it on my face without doing any research, really. <laughs> How often are you using it? Uh, I only just started, but like once a day. Um, maybe just cut back to like three times a week. Okay. It says on the back to do it every morning and night. I've only been doing it during the night mm-hmm. because it says it, um, you know, it makes your skin photosensitive and I'm not trying to, you know, the sun is out to get us. So I'm only doing it at night and I haven't had any issues with that. Um, but if it's, you're getting a little dry, then yeah, cut it back to like three days a week. And if I do it at night, would it go on under moisturizer or over? Under. So you always put things on in order of their viscosity. Oh, like Um, the barf from earlier. Yes. So you want thinner things and then thicker things uh, at the end. So ordinary is actually kind of thick. It is, but I consider it to be some kind. It's it is a little bit of a creamy consistency, but but I always seal in whatever you're doing with the cream or your moisturizer. That's always last at night. Um, Got it. But interesting enough, if you do oil, you do oil before cream. Which is interesting. What? I always assume the opposite. Right. So I always the assume. Is there a rhyme like oil before cream, then uh, you can dream? That was, yeah. Was, <laughs> Something was, like that. Is the stuff made of dreams. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, oil before cream, then you can dream. That's Cream beautiful. before oil, it's going to be a toil or your face will boil. <laughs> I don't know. Something. I that's that really beautiful. I got to use that for Nash Butte. Yes. Yeah, I assumed it would be, wouldn't you assume that, like, the oil would be the last thing? No. Yes. No, because oil and water don't mix, so it would the oil wouldn't penetrate the exactly. water-based thing. Oh, exactly. Can Coming through. I'm telling you, he's, <laughs> he is well-rounded. <laughs> Say well, I'm fat. Ken, have you bought anything since we last talked to you? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Please was share. I was I doing the miniatures thing last time we talked? I don't think so. So I recreated my childhood video store in miniature. Oh my goodness! Uh, so I have like this is a blockbuster <gasps> video. Oh, it's how cute like a little is that? Um, Where did you get that? And I, I that I got online, and like a listener sent me a bunch. So this is like a little Night of the Creeps videotape. Aww. And then somebody sent me a whole toy store worth of like board games and stuff. And they, oh my god, how cute! But it's not just the boxes; like it has all the games inside. So, like, here's Mall Madness, <gasps> right? And then you open it, and it's the whole game oh inside my gosh. with like all the stuff <gasps> and the board and and all that. So that's you should exciting. leave it out for little elves to play Mall Madness <laughs> at yeah. night. Yeah, the the mice are playing Mall Madness, so that's uh, there's that. What other uh, games are in there? Oh, uh, we got. Uh, Twister, Battleship, Operation, Vincent Price's <gasps> Shrunken Head Game, oh my Visible Woman, Spirograph, Mystery Date. Spirograph, uh, how the, cool. Many the Green of these Ghost, games yeah. I'm not familiar with. Is everyone here familiar with Mall Madness? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, you're what not familiar it? with the Vincent Price, whatever that was. Shrunken head game. <laughs> Shrunken head game. Yeah, you I didn't was have not Mall Madness with that. So this no, is what's Mall Madness. So Mall Madness was a game where you go go shopping and you each have a credit card and it'll be like and it talked and there was a like a scale model of a mall inside. And I it would, would be have like, loved this. It's amazing. It's, it was made yeah. for girls. It was a very like women buy women yeah. shop. You know, mm. women. It's a women be shopping game. Um, <laughs> Exactly. But I I took a version of it and I uh, I made a custom Dawn of the Dead game for myself, and I actually have where is it? There's an actual Dawn of the Dead board game from 1978. <laughs> And it's a really bad game, so I used the Mall Madness game to make a good vert, like what I wanted the game to be. So that was exciting. Ken, um, are you? Um, this is a very very personal question. Are you not going to have kids? Oh God, no. Okay, because I was going to say, if you did, it'd be interesting the way you wouldn't let them play with any of your toys, which no. is what I suspect would happen. Yeah, no, no. I, I used to joke on stage and say the only thing I can do for the world is to end my bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> I but love that, Allison, you were so sensitive to that question. You were like, I don't know if this is too personal. And he goes, oh, God, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, like it, like I can just be like, guys, it ends here. I got it. So Tony's earlier ding reminded me that we have a who knows Ken read Ken <laughs> read best quiz game that I should oh, yeah. have warned everyone about. Um, Jackie, you don't happen to have uh, anything to write on in front of you, do you? No, I could totally take notes on my phone. Okay, let's do that. Uh, oh, is that going to create a buzz though, Tony? No. Okay, because no. I can also not, write. I could, only on social media. I mean, you could put it on uh, airplane mode. I assume you're already on. I could thing. actually jot down Jackie's answers. That's how we can do it. Oh, we, you know like, what? We I, we don't need to write them down. If you just remember, and then we can do. We'll do question, and then we'll do answer, and I'll just keep track of score over here. Okay, my phone's on airplane mode, and I have the iPad, the notepad open on my computer. So, like, honey, we have everything. Okay, then everyone keep track of their own score if you, if they can. Sure. All right. We don't. It, this came together to last minute to have a song. <laughs> so um, Jackie and I are just going to make one up right now. It's a song about <clears throat> getting to know Ken Reed. Ken Reed, we're getting to know ya. Ken, Ken Reed, we're getting, we're getting to know, to know ya. ya. Ken, Who knows Reed. Ken Reed best. Is it Tony or Jackie or Allison or the listener? Woo, woo. Zoom so, is. Not, I love that. Zoom is not friendly for a duet. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. But that thank you great. for loving it, Ken. Yeah, no, it's all, that was it's worth all for it. you. I thank you. So I so yeah, you told you sent these to me three hours ago, mm-hmm. and you were like, write one to uh, five to eight questions. So this is what I came up with. So just but go. In fairness to me, I said if I, I gave you plenty of outs. I feel like sometimes people think that I'm like a a, a, a harsh mistress of Taskmaster, just yeah. a bossy bitch, but not in like a good way. So I, I just thought want it was no. I, I thought it was so- weird that you started the email with "Hey asshole." <laughs> That's it's a term of affection. <laughs> okay, she, she yeah. does that with all of her emails, though. So. Right. Okay. I started with like a term of aff- affection, quote unquote, and then I like mention a lot of things that I know that you feel insecure about as a way yep. to show that I'm, I'm paying attention. Yep. Yep. And then I make a demand. Yeah. Hey, you fat asshole, write seven questions. 
And I was like, no problem. Um, so I did. And I, do you want me to just do them? Yeah, let's start with, we'll uh, start with one. Start, one. Okay, start at number one. Uh, Ken has visit. Oh, that's, we produced this. Nice. I kind of wanted it to be like an American top 40, like number one. <laughs> um, oh. But that's fine. That's fine. Uh, number one, Ken has visited how many countries that are not the USA? Whoa. So everyone will write their answer and then I'll do the answers are at we, the end. Is that how we do don't it? have options? Oh, is not multiple choice? This is not multiple choice, this one. Some are, some aren't. Oh my okay. gosh. Wow. How many countries outside of U- the US? Yes. Oh man. Huh. Hmm. Usually when people answer. ask that, FBI. it's because it's a lot. Is it? Should or we not very give few. commentary? I'm not going to give commentary. Is it? Okay. Right, everyone have it? their answer? Everyone yes. have their answer? Okay. I, oh, I'm going to go first. I just changed my answer. Initially, I said zero, but I'm going to go with one because I know... And no one changed their answer. I know that Ken's wife is not from the U.S., so I have to assume he's gone there. But that's, I'm going to say, the only place he's gone. So I'm going to say one. Okay. I said, I said 12. Oh, I, I can't even name 12. Damn it. <laughs> Usually when people say, how many countries have I been to, they've been to a bunch. Like, I just yeah. interviewed a woman on Ash who's been to 30 countries. Yeah, they're usually bragging jerks. <laughs> not that this woman you interviewed was. Interesting. Okay, Tony. I went zero. Nothing oh. personal, but I just that's my guess. It seems like you uh, just get I an mean, uncultured provincial. He vibe seems from like him. an otherworldly guy. Well, you know? he, he yeah. I mean, you've straight up talked about that you don't really leave home that much. So. Oh, that's True. right. You did just so say you think that. I'm towny trash. I get yeah. it. <laughs> Whatever, kid. Whatever, kid. Uh, it's one. Allison is correct. <gasps> the only other country I've been to is the United Kingdom, where I lived. And did meet my wife there, who is English. Good for you. So, when you were there, though, you didn't think about going to any other countries. No, I was yeah, also right really there. broke. Yeah, Pop I was over really to broke. Scotland though. for a night, you know. I loved London. I was just like living my teenage dream. Okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, one zero Allison's zero. Allison's in the lead. Oh, Allison's in the lead. Sometimes. Number- so and sometimes I do have a bit of an advantage if I've done a Monday show with someone, but we'll see. I believe that, when we did advantage. this with me, you won me. You did yeah. me the best. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we've done two Monday or three Monday shows and you were on my show. <laughs> right. So if you, if you don't win, I'm going to be offended. <laughs> uh, so uh, question two, when he was 10 years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's got a long sustain. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I mean, you, can, you can talk through it. It lingers. No, I don't want to. You got to let it breathe. It's like a fine wine. <laughs> uh, two, when he was 10 years old, Ken got a callback on tape audition for what blockbuster film? Oh, shit. I, I can give you multiple choice if you need it. I think we, we should do, do multiple yeah, choice, probably. right? Yeah. It's more fun. Okay. Uh, multiple choice A, Terminator 2, B, the Good Son. Oh shit. C Batman Returns or D Celtic Pride. Interesting. I hate when I don't know things. 
It's frustrating. I have mine. I have my guess. Jackie, do you have a guess? Yes. Okay. Um, I guess A, Terminator 2, for no reason other than um, I have no reason. <laughs> it, felt more like the, it felt more like that one than the other ones. I really don't know. I okay. don't even know what the Good Son or Celtic Pride are. Um, I know the Good Son. I, I don't know Celtic Pride. Same. I, I, I know the Good Son, and you know I know Ken just turned 40. And I'm 35, so I was like, okay, so if he was 10, I was 5. What was happening when I was 5? And I went with Terminator 2 as well. Um, I don't know Celtic Pride, but good son. It's Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Lost that time-wise doesn't sync up. Tone zone? Good logic. I, uh, I went for good son, and oh. Ken also just said it was shot in Massachusetts, which makes me feel like Mother perhaps boss. I'm right motherfucker so good son was shot in gloucester massachusetts uh i i was called to audition for that movie but it's not the correct answer mm. uh celtic pride is judd apatow's first movie was shot in boston stars damon waynes and dan Aykroyd about two townies who kidnap a rival basketball player <laughs> i was not in that uh terminator 2 is close because it Damn. was the casting director of terminator 2 but it was batman returns <gasps> for the wow. part of the part of robin which was oh, then, wow which was later which they ended up casting marlon waynes for and uh paid him but he is not in the movie <laughs> wow wow so nobody got it right so there was was there no Robin in Batman Returns? No, no, but they did make a Robin toy that is Marlon Wayans oh. because they had to make them before they started shooting. That never got now, released, is- though, right? The to- yeah. that toy that toy was released. Yes, not widely, but there are some out there. Is that the one with Val Kilmer? No, Val Kilmer is Batman, Batman Forever. Forever. It's the second Which one? Michael Keaton Who's one. In- Batman yeah, Returns ba- is dark as hell. Yeah, Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman. And uh, Penguin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Danny DeVito is a Penguin. Yep. So Christopher why did they, Walken. Why did they cut Robin out for time or was it just not working? They felt like the tone was much darker than they had anticipated. And so they decided to cut it. Hell. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, I was Danny doing... DeVito bit that guy's nose off. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That was fucked up. I saw that in theaters when I was little. Yeah. That's a fucked, fucked up movie. Up. Yeah. And Christopher Walken. Terrifying. Yeah. I think I saw that in the theater too. Ken, I didn't realize that you were a child actor, although I, someone's going to be like, yes, you did. You guys had a conversation about it. I, I wouldn't say I was. This was, uh, I, I did martial arts. And so they like cruised the martial arts schools because they wanted a kid who could like do stuff for like uh-huh. fighting. So I had to go do an audition. It was the woman who cast Eddie Furlong in Terminator 2, which she mentioned Ew. every other sentence. <laughs> uh, and she goes, he was at the YMCA and he told me to fuck off. And I said, this is our guy, um, which is true uh that's how yes. i get all my auditions too yeah that's how i <laughs> yeah. come right in and go fuck mm-hmm. off um but yeah so i had to do i i did i read for that i had to do like an audition on tape for the producers and then I, nothing obviously yeah but it's well very exciting. any day that they could call you again yeah i mean it might happen I'm, i <laughs> still have my tights uh number okay, three number three so everyone's keeping track right <laughs> so 
Yes. Everyone had, knows their score. I'm a okay, big great. fat goose egg over here. Same. Yeah, no one got that one. No one got the last no one. No one. So but Alice Tony and I both have points, right? No, I have zero. Oh, just I have a point? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, true or false? So did you get a 50-50 shot? This is anyone's game at this point. All right. True or false, Ken appeared mostly naked, wearing only a blonde wig in a major Boston magazine. Interesting. Interesting. All right, I have my answer. Same. Same. Let's all same at the same time. Okay. (laughs) Oh no, it's going to be hard to sync up That's our answers. That's why I did it. That's why I said that. <laughs> I I'm going to say false even though my even though I I'm going that seems weird because it's such a weird specific thing that why would you mention it if it's not true? But still I'm going to say false. I went with true and if if it turns out he was na- almost naked but with a red wig or something, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be happy though. You know what I mean? Cuz yeah, you're right. With the logic it's like it's too weird to not be true. Right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking as well, but I'm also going to go false cuz I think he's just <gasps> trying to throw us off. Oh fuck. It's true. Yeah, baby, I'm uh, on the board. Take that. I uh, I have it on my wall there, but uh, Bo- Improper Bostonian Magazine did a comedy issue, and they had a bunch of comedians, and they had us each recreate like famous pinup photos, and everybody got a man one except for me, and they made me recreate Marilyn Monroe with like the pink. Like oh. sheer material and a blonde wig, uh, and it it uh, it was interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then someone who worked there later, a girl I went to high school with, I met years later, and she's like, "Oh, I used to work at Improper Bostonian, and we had a we had to have a big editorial meeting because someone thought they could see your penis, oh. and so we had to put that up on the board in the conference room." And we're all debating. Oh my gosh. And like zoom in. Yeah. I was like, that that literally is a nightmare I had in high school. That like <laughs> right. a, a nude photo of me would be on a wall and a bunch of girls were debating whether they could see my penis. Did they end up having to airbrush anything out? Do you know? No, no, you can't you can't see anything. Yeah, it's fine. That wig right. looked good. I looked better as a blonde as I thought than I thought I would. Can you show us this picture or is it like yeah, far it's on away? my it's on my wall. You want me to grab it? Yes, please. Hold on. I mean, I'm curious. This is a Patreon exclusive. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Thank you, Tone Zone. All right, let's see. All right, he's got a frame. You have to there talk you go. so you oh, get wow. one. There you go. Yeah, so it's... it's uh. Oh, it's yeah, let me, I'm going to put this on... Uh, yeah. I love that photo. That's cool. Yeah, that looks really good. It came out really well. It's fun. <laughs> I don't see your dick at all. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, it's uh, yeah that that's where it would be, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. It, it came out funny. That's cool. Yeah. What is what is the improper Bostonian? I feel like a friend of mine perhaps worked there. Is it it's, like a glossy magazine? Yeah, it was a glossy magazine. It's now gone out. Of, it went out of business last year, but it was like the we have Boston Magazine, which is like the LA magazine, that's kind mm-hmm. of fancy. And then Improper was not like a weekly alternative, but like kind of like the hip version. Got it. <laughs> but it was a glossy like magazine, magazine. So well, that's cool. Um, all right, are we at number four now? This is number four. Yes. Okay. And Multiple you and choice. I are tied for first place. That's right. We're tied. <clears throat> Number four. How did Ken make money as a preteen? A, mowing lawns. Hmm. B, stealing. 
C, flipping comic book collections, or D, catalog modeling? Hmm. I feel like this is where I lose... Stealing is interesting. My lead, even though I don't have one right now, I'm tied with Jackie. <laughs> you damn right you are. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. All right, everyone have their answer? Yes. yes. I'm going to go with A, mowing lawns, even though everything Ken has told us would suggest that he was like a catalog model or something, but I just don't have the memory of that. But in, and maybe I just think of lo- mowing lawns as like a Boston-y thing. Actually... I've never been to Boston. I don't even know if they have lawns. <laughs> I'm still going. I'm still Not going since they were eight. outlawed. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it could be like a very urban situation. No, I don't think it is, though. Okay. I'm going with A. A. Okay. I went with C, um, comic books. Um, I just get an entrepreneurial spirit from you. And um, I'm assuming you like comic books, considering you like horror movies and TV, and it just sort of made sense to me. Fair assumption. And I am just taking a total shot in the dark. I'm going catalog model. Mm. Okay. And I Uh, I kind of feel like it was stealing just for fun. Yeah. I've never stolen anything but cable. I will say that. Fair. Uh, And it is C, flipping comic book collections. (laughs) Oh, I used to get <laughs> I used to get the want ads and I'd take the bus to weirdos houses and buy their whole collection, take out what I wanted and then resell the rest at the uh, comic I'm book store. I'm telling you that's a hustle right there. Smart. Yeah. It was a lot of a lot of work. Question about the cable. Now when you say steal cable, do you mean like your neighbor's Wi-Fi or like you would like splice wires like the way they did it in the old days? Spliced wires. So at my house growing up, my mom would often forget to pay the bill or we didn't have the money, so our cable would get shut off. But I spliced my neighbor's wire into my bedroom with an A B switch. So when our cable would go out, I still had it in my room. Mm. And then when I lived in the UK in college, my dorm, the sort of back of my dorm went pat went into this pub and they had cable. So I in the middle of the night I cut their line and spliced it and then fed wow. into my uh my room. Look at that. Where does someone even learn how to do that in the it's pre-internet easy. days? I got I actually got uh plans out of maximum rock and roll. Oh wow. To, to uh make black boxes and I had all all that stuff in there. Fascinating. All right, Jackie's winning, you guys. Yep. I got three more. <laughs> so what is it? 2 2 to 1? 2 to yep. 1. Okay. Yep. Still anyone's game. Big old goose egg <laughs> right. for yep. tone zone. And we don't uh, need to worry about that. <laughs> I thought we were good friends, Tony. I'm sad. Uh, number five, how long has Ken been married? Not multiple choice. Oh, whoever gets like closest. We talked about this on the episode we did before. We did. It was a long time. Damn it. God damn it. Whoop, wrong sound. <laughs> uh, fun though, that works. Is it though? Is it the wrong sound? <laughs> You just turned 40. Is that what I heard Jackie I say? I did, yeah. Last happy, week. Happy, oh, happy birthday. You're not yes. allowed to use things that I've said. I um, know. I'm sorry. Strike that from the, the record. <laughs> um, and they met while he was in college? Oh, no. yeah. No, 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 no. You just gave away something. Uh, but I don't think I did. 
He literally told us how long he was married on the last episode we did with the four of us. Yeah, but that was like 45 years ago. It was. <laughs> it, really it was because Tony and I were talking about how we're divorced. And, yeah. Uh, and I, was 28, I was 28 years old when we did that episode. <laughs> and he was bragging about how he's happy. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> okay, I have my answer. It, it okay. could be very wrong. I'm going to say... Th- I'm changing it. I keep changing it. I'm going to say 14 years, but I could be wrong. Okay. Because okay. my gut said six, but that's just because that's how long I've been married. <laughs> I okay. said 13, 13 years. 13. And I'm just going 15. That was the number that popped into my head. Look, so. wow, we're, we're all, all so, close. so close. Allison's correct. <gasps> 14. Motherfucker. Wow. wow. Because I truly thought you guys bookending me was going to make it so I for sure didn't get it because either of you were going to be closer. But look, here I am. Okay, so now Jackie and I are tied. Now it's a tie. Yeah, Two more questions. Right. Two, Two more questions. questions. It's anyone's game. That's right. Ken has done stand-up on late-night shows how many times? Oh, shit. This will also be whoever gets closest. All right, I have my answer. I'm going to say two. Okay. That's my guess. I'm going to say three. I'm also going two. First of all, I want to thank you all for having that amount of faith in me. Uh, the answer is zero. Oh. <laughs> I already guessed zero for one, and I felt like it was going to be offensive if I said zero That is again. so funny. No. So then, do Tony and I get points, or does no one get points? So you both said two? Yeah. I don't know. It's your game. Oh. <laughs> I think just Tony gets a point. Hell okay. yeah. I want That's him fair. to have a point. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, the final question. Can right. appear. This is multiple choice. Can appeared in what documentary cable series in 2019? Mm. Is it A, Toys That Made Us on Netflix? Oh, I watched that. B, Films That Made Us on Netflix. C, Cursed Films on Shudder. Or D, Sex Life on Epics. Hmm. Hmm. Could you say those again? Sure. It's A, Toys That Made Us on Netflix. B, The Films That Made Us on Netflix. C, Cursed Films on Shudder, which is also on Amazon Prime. Or D, Sex Life on Epics with an X. I. All right. Does everyone have their answer? Yeah. All right. I'm going to say C. Although I was tempted by sex life, I like in many ways, but I'm going to say C, cursed okay. films. Cursed films, okay. Okay, so I was going to go with Toys That Made Us, but then when he said, which is also on Amazon Prime, made me think, oh, he only knows that because it's the show he's on, so mm-hmm. I'm going with C. However, because Alice and I are tied, part of me thought I need to answer differently from her, but I'm feeling so good about C that I have to go with C. Do you have a tiebreaker ready? 
I don't, but I could try to come up with one. Okay, good. <laughs> I was also. I mean, if we both get it. I was also going C because I I watched oh, wow. those toys and films that made us, but I might have watched them before I knew you, so I don't know if it would have registered. I don't remember them having a ton of other people interviewed. Yeah. I feel like it was like just the like executives and things involved. It wasn't just like experts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, you're all wrong. Damn. It's oh, it's Sex Life on X. <laughs> I was so tempted to. What, what is that? Yeah, what is that? It was it was like HBO's real sex, and in between the segments, you know, they had like man on the street sort of interview stuff. So I was one of those people in a studio, and it was like two hours of me literally going, "People do what?" and things <laughs> like, "What? Why would you do that?" Uh, and I was completely out of my element. But I'm in a bunch of the episodes. <laughs> Look at us. What do they do? They call you a comedian, or I think they host? say comedian. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something like that. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a talking head at a uh, in some studio in South Central, <laughs> and I spent a day there, and just being like, I don't. What is that? Uh, <laughs> did they pay you for it? Nope. Yeah, because I used to do a ton of stuff like that, uh, and I never got paid for it. Which nope. is, I mean, it's it's cool. It's exposure and it's experience. No, that is not cool. <clears throat> I wonder if they would pay now. I did like so many of those A and E bios and a lot of talking head stuff for E and just like. And I they bet they pay wouldn't. You at all? No, Mm-mm. I bet they wouldn't pay now because people don't yeah. get paid for podcasts and stuff. So it's they would even less likely Wait, to pay. You. Allison cussed me a check every week. What? <laughs> no, Jackie, stop. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think they look at it as promotion or commentary, or I don't really yeah. know. But then, like certain things, like you know, at midnight or things that are um, SAG or union, you do get paid. Yeah, I don't know how they get around it. I get paid for ways. NPR shows. Always pay me, and like I did a um a sponsored uh content i did this short documentary series that was weirdly sponsored by sam adams even though i don't drink and they followed me around for two weeks and i did the new york comedy festival and they like did a little docuseries i got paid for that that was fun yeah that was kind of fun um and in that looks awesome like they did a really good job on it um and that got way more exposure than anything else but i got paid for it so (laughs) well well there you go well, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Um, should we do some Just Me or Everyone? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Megan says, when I was younger, I thought crutches and casts were cool and was jealous of the attention the kids who of the attention the kids got who had them. I'm not saying I would have wanted to break a bone, but I don't think I would have been too upset about it either. Yes. I never, Mm -hmm. I never broke a bone and I always was sort of wished that I could be that kid who had the cast or the crutches. Yep. Same. Same. Really? Mm -hmm. No. It seemed cool. But crutches are the worst. They're so, I don't wish them on anyone. They're so painful and annoying because then I did sprain my ankle Mm -hmm. and I was just like, wow, was I misguided. They seem so fun. And you just look like Tiny Tim. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Unplugged my headphones. Yeah, no, I would, I've never broken a bone and and everyone that I knew who had done that just seemed ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Has anyone here broken a bone now? I have. I broke the shit out of this arm. Oh, yeah. 
I got, you have an Allison? I got thrown, not in the way you're thinking. I got thrown from a horse when I was 10 or 9 or 8, 8, eight 9 or 10, I can't remember. And I, like, we assume that I might have cracked a rib, but, um, but no, I've never, no, I haven't. Wow, I've broken my arm and my finger. That's I've broken it. fingers and toes I've broken, but not. How'd you like break your major. arm, Jackie? Um, my horse kicked me and I um, fell and smashed on a rock. Stay away so, from horses, you people. <laughs> I know. Uh, 50% of us have had horse injuries. Yeah. Wait, Tony or Ken, have you guys ever? I got bit by a horse before and I had a horse throw me off its back and into a uh, trough. Okay, 75% of us. So after, when I was, I was into horseback riding when I was a kid, and then I got thrown, and then once I healed, I got back on the horse, and then my sister got thrown, and then my parents declared the Rosen girls shall never ride a horse again. And then when, I think I've mentioned it before, but when Christopher Reeve had that accident, they were like, see, we, we knew it's like very dangerous. And so in the last couple of years, I started thinking about how I miss horseback riding, and my parents aren't the boss of me. And, you know, I, if I want a horseback ride, I could go and I could ride. I don't have to tell them. Because st- even though I'm very much an adult, chronologically, and I have my own children now, I still am, like, obeying what they decreed a thousand years ago. But then I looked it up, and statistically, horseback riding is very dangerous. Yeah. So maybe I won't big... do it. Have you ever been bitten by one? They have, like, people teeth. It's real weird. How'd you get bitten? Oh, uh, well, it's I've a been long bit story. By a horse. Yeah. Yeah. We we used to go to this dude ranch in upstate New York and my whole degenerate family would get really drunk and steal horses and my <laughs> uncle who weighed 300 pounds threw me on the horse with him and the, the horse got mad and it bit me when I was a kid. Oof. Yeah. How did you get bitten, Jackie? Um, Same. My my mom made me take a picture with this one racehorse and while I was sitting next to it, it just bit the shit out of me. Um, I grew up with horses. My mom has horses to this day. So my mom is like a rodeo lady. Uh huh. Do you so, ride still ever? No, I, I never got that into it. Um, I honestly, nobody oh, come do, at me. No, I don't no, believe do not, in it now. I just don't believe in it now in yeah. terms of like animal. Uh, I don't like people making animals do things. Right. And so I've like really have a moral issue with it now, which is hard because my, it's literally like my mother's passion. Um, and I don't want horse people to come at me. I have friends who are equestrian teachers. Like I, I just personally do not like it. I actually, I forgot about this. <clears throat> I was looking at this woman. I follow her Instagram story. She was, <clears throat> excuse me, in Montana, <clears throat> riding with her family, and the footage was really cool. It's like from you know she's filming from the back of the horse, so it's very, mm-hmm. it looks very exhilarating. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking. Do horses like this? Like, do they enjoy it? And I wanted to ask you your thoughts. And now I have, even though I forgot that I wanted to. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. That's all I'm going to say is I don't like it. I don't I mean, like I- animals forced to do things that puts them in dangerous situations. Yeah. Right. And, 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 you know, horses are injured and they're put down because they can't live without their, their legs. And like, you know, I don't like it. That's it. I yeah. love horses. I, they're one of the most beautiful animals I've ever had experienced being close to. You know, I got a pony when I was seven, Casper. And, um, you know, Did I you was also horse had kid. a canopy pad. 
I did have a canopy bed. I did had you an really? Arabian. I had an Arabian canopy bed, so it went like this. It had four. Oh wow! Well, and, a po- <laughs> and a pony. My word. Veruca Salt over here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think it's like dog, like dogs. If they do like a job, and you're like, "Good job," they're like, "Yes!" Like mm-hmm. they're so happy about it. I, I don't get that sense with horses. Right. I think horses like exercise, and they probably like exploring and they, things like that. But like you know, there's a line. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine having. That bit in their mouth is um, I hate makes it. their day. I hate it. Uh, okay, Jen says when people post. Wait, sorry, what happened to Casper? He died. Oh, how? He just Fire? had old age. He died when I was twenty-two. Gang violence. <laughs> yeah, he um, got mixed in the wrong crowd. Yeah, and, they uh, always do. No, they he always just got do. old. It was really sad. He was really arthritic. His little hooves started getting um, flat on the edges from dragging Aww. because he couldn't lift his feet. And I, I, I'm pretty sure he just he just passed in his sleep one night. Like, I don't think my mom put him down. I think I was in L.A. already. I was really sad that I wasn't there. But he was just an old boy. When we adopted him, he was already older. Because I think horses live to be 30-ish. Mm-hmm. My mom's horse died a few years ago, and she had Katie before we were even born. Like, it was like her firstborn kid. Right. Um, Aww. Yeah. Um, it's like losing a really big dog. Yeah. Yeah. What color was Casper? He was white. Oh. He was Casper okay. the Friendly Pony. <clears throat> oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Jen says, when people post before and after photos, it always throws me off when the after picture is posted on the left side of the split frame. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Why that's, would anybody do that? That's right. wrong. That's yeah, wrong. I've ever seen that. Oh, I hate you, that. If you had seen it, you would know, Tony. Yeah. J-Mo's for A-Rose, which on the one hand, it's very flattering that someone made their handle J-Mo's for A-Rose, except on the other hand, it's like, oh, this person created a special account to tweet these because they don't want to be associated with it on their real account. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying I appreciate it. Never have an embarrassing pimple near my mouth unless I'm going to the dentist. No, that's not the case for me. I get them all, frequently around my mouth. I call those kissy zits. Oh. I almost never get them. I apologize. <laughs> well, la di da. I don't get them that often either. But it usually is if it's before something that matters. That's when I'll get them. Yes. Prom. Exactly. <laughs> JMO's for A-Rose also says, go from being totally full, not at all hungry, and, and can't think about food for hours to absolutely starving in three seconds. I don't have that, but I feel like my... I feel like Elliot does. I think I have that. It's not always. Every now and then it happens. It's a sometimes right. thing. You know, you know what we call that in Boston? What? The, the hungry horrors. <laughs> Last night I had the hungry horrors. I, got, I did a whole, the whole cupboard. Everything. I have a specifically Northeastern uh, language question for you, Ken. Mm-hmm. There's this woman that I was watching on YouTube. I mentioned it. Her name is Angie Hot and Flashy. She makes beauty videos for women in their hot flash years. And she kept talking about laying in things like, oh, yeah, I was, we began laying in that and I've been laying in da da da, which I was like, what does this mean? And then I looked it up and it means storing stuff. Are you familiar with that term? No, I've never heard that. Okay. 
she from so Jersey or something like that? No, she's. I don't know where she's from, but she lives in Massachusetts now. Oh, weird. Yeah, I gotta say that because she sounds like an interesting attribute guest. Oh yeah, I will. She'd be really good. Um. Okay. Let's see here. 3D printing professor says, and this he this is not a he didn't tweet it to me, but someone tagged me in it as like this is just a great just mirror everyone it is. Whenever I haven't printed with a particular machine for a while, there's a feeling of total mistrust until I do a bed level calibration print, and after that I trust it completely. Does anyone else get that or is it just me? I don't trust printers in general. I feel like they never work unless they're hardwired to your machine. Every time I 3D print I have that, which is zero times. There you go. I've never 3D printed anything, but I also have major trust issues with printers. I don't understand why I can't just get them to work. They don't work for anyone. It's a no. regular, it's like, yeah, why technology has come so far and Yet somehow printers, are, printers trash. are not reliable. Yeah. Why yeah. are we even still printing things? Every once in a while you have you to. Need to. You need know? to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Jennifer Tokaji says, when I'm listening to or reading a story that takes place in the past, I try to associate it with the date, like 1993, I was a junior in high school, or 1952, my mom was born, and so on. Yeah, I kind of I kind yeah, do some form. I, I do that, do it. yeah. Yeah, um, I always associate it with, like, when her mom was born. <laughs> <laughs> right, with hers, specifically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and... Um, the second I, f- oh, sorry, this is from Rachel Toyne. The second I finish making a beautiful sandwich, I immediately have to take one big bite before sitting down and enjoying the actual sandwich, just me or everyone. I think that's pretty common. Yeah, you gotta test it. Yeah. You get one for the road. Well, I you don't like- want to, like, settle in and get all ready to eat it and then it's terrible. Like, you want to make sure that you, before you walk all the way over to the eating spot, <laughs> that it's fine. I feel like because I like to photograph my, you know, beautiful masterpieces, I would want to, I do a full blown shoot and then take a bite. So Mm -hmm. I'm not the same. I wanted to comment on your full blown masterpieces. And I just wanted to say it's whatever you're doing is very beautiful. I wish I could remember the last thing you made, but you do like the squiggles with the sauce, much like at a Japanese restaurant. I try to make a beautiful presentation. You do. Have you studied cooking or does it just come naturally? No, to you? it's all self-taught, self-taught. Everything's self-taught. I watch YouTubes and TikToks and cooking shows and just try shit. I made a cauliflower mushroom soup last night. Ooh. It was not it was not that good. Oh. But it but boy, I d- I cut up a lot of stuff and yeah. put it in. Like you I know, was still proud of it even though I didn't like it that much. You know, I make mistakes sometimes. I remember I made this soup that I really like to make, which is like a butternut squash soup, and I put way too much pepper in it, and it was pretty much inedible. So we all make mistakes. Yeah, it happens. You Mm -hmm. know, I cut back on the number of scallions and garlic because I I just I looked at it and I'm like, it's just too much, and then it ended up needing more something or other. Ken, do you cook? Um, I do, and also in lockdown, I've gotten into making elaborate tiki drinks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, with your fake alcohol. Yeah, so I got all this fake alcohol from this company called Liars that sent me all this fake alcohol. Um, and uh, and I've been making, like, elaborate tiki drinks, and I bought, like, all this bar equipment for no real reason. <laughs> that's, 
That nice. sounds fun. Can you make a lava flow? No. Well, so the fake alcohol doesn't light because it's not like a high proof, but it's fairly accurate as far as I know. You mean it tastes like alcohol? Yeah. So there's like rum, whiskey, wow. gin, vermouth. I wonder um, what is in it. Like herbs? Yeah. They're like, um, they're, they're vegan. Um, yeah. They're like distilled, uh, herbal botanical stuff, but wow. it's just no, not alcohol. Wow. I want that. I don't really drink. I'm not sober, but I don't drink, but um, yeah, it was pretty that cool. Sounds cool. They even make an absinthe. I don't absinthe think I know what horrible, absinthe, though. Yeah. I don't know what it tastes like. It it's tastes like licorice. licorice. Yeah, it's yeah. like a black uh, licorice. Do these drinks have um you would can you've never had a drink, right? No. So as you could imagine, alcohol has like a bite to it. Yeah. Do these drinks have that? Yeah, it doesn't have like the burn, I guess, but mm-hmm. it does have like it yeah, it's not like sweet. It tastes That's like so interesting. It has like a the, sharp flavor. the flavors. Yeah. And it goes so, like so if I'm making like a rum tiki drink, I use their you know, their light rum and their dark rum and it it works, you know, it goes with whatever. I'm what doing. is their market? Because I feel like people in the program uh probably shouldn't drink those, right? Because it's sort of an indulgence or a I think they look down on it. I remember in Celebrity Rehab, they were very opposed to one of the characters having near beer. Or duels or something. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Well, who's the market? Like maybe pregnant? It's just Ken. Pregnant just me. people? Yeah. Or- <laughs> yeah. I get a bunch of it. I got no Secco in my fridge right now, which is uh, non-alcoholic Prosecco. Um, yeah. It might just be me. I don't know. Kids? <laughs> I mean, I'm interested. I think that sounds cool. It is cool. There's a couple com- There's a couple different companies. This one is the best ones that I've had. Um and has like the widest range of stuff because you can enjoy the drinks and not get drunk. Yeah. Like that's, that's fun. I love a good mocktail. Yeah. Oh, I love a mocktail. That's like my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I love tiki drinks. So yeah, I, it's I great. guess what I'm saying is I'm coming down. I mean, come Delaware. on up, I'm not drive up, drive up. It's about eight hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's great in the tiki drinks. I have tried it. Like you can make like a non-alcoholic martini. So it's like their vermouth and their gin. That was decent, but like a little weird. <laughs> well, I'm that's so what a martini curious. is anyway. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> decent, but I, a little weird. I used to bartend too, which is hilarious because I never drank. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's been fun. You guys, this has been really fun. Thank you, everyone, for joining the show. Um, oh, I got to say hello and thank you to my new patrons. Patreon. There was just There was just one last week, but then a real... Load of them this week. Natalie, Ron, Joseph, Brian, David, Mangitute, which I think is eat it all in Italian, but I could be wrong. It could also be someone's name. Um, Chris, Veronica, Lauren, Matt Page, Maria, Mary Lou, Stephanie, Carrie, and Kristen. Thank you. Hello. Welcome. I hope you enjoy my Patreon. Uh, also, I am on Cameo, cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. We don't have a drop for that. And uh, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe, download, leave a nice comment, tell your friends, etc. And also listen to my podcast, Childish, uh, with Greg Fitzsimmons. Um, Jackie, where do we find you? Let's see. I'm Twitter at Jackie underscore Michelle. I'm on Instagram, Jackie Michelle Johnson. Michelle has one L. And I also have a Patreon. Patreon. Yes. And I'm having a ball over there on my Patreon. I mean, I just did an episode of my 
podcast, Cookie Southern Ant, where I talked about all the celebrity encounters I've had, and it was one of the most fun things I've ever recorded. And I sound design them and add sound effects and stuff. It's been a real hoot. So if y'all are, are if y'all are big Patreon heads, head on over to patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson and join the party. Ken, what about you? Uh, I'm at tvguidancecounselor.com or I can read the letter I, K-E-N-R-E-I-D.com and I'm Kenneth W. Reed on uh, Instagram and Twitter and TV Guidance and I have a Patreon that's not as exciting as the Patreon you two have, um, but it is Patreon. There. And what, it sounds where, exciting where would we to find me. that? Yeah. What's that? Where's your Patreon? Uh, it's patreon.com backslash TV Guidance Counselor. Excellent. And Tony? Twitter, Instagram, at Tony Thaxton, my podcast, Bizarre Albums. Uh, that's it. It also has a Patreon, patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. There you go, you guys. I just Thank realized you. I didn't plug Nash Butte, but that's oh, my yeah. podcast, so listen to that. <laughs> listen to that. I'm going to send you Angie Hot. I'm going to send you the link to Angie Hot and Flash. Yes, I can't if you wait. you get her on, I can't. I, I, I'll be all about that. Um, you guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 